This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm, I'm maintaining. Is that yeah. a thing? Right? Yeah, yeah, maintaining. Yeah. I think that's the best anyone can hope for in this day and age. Yeah. One time somebody, uh, a cool guy, um, I was I was uh, interacting with him. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I uh, was saying my goodbye, uh, he went, all right, Tim, stay cool. And, uh, and then we left. And I've been staying cool, Tom. Not ever staying since? cold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been aspiring to stay cool ever since. Uh, with limited success, but I think I've been nailing it in this past week. How you doing? Well, uh, well yeah, I mean, this everything's being graded on a curve right now. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. Yeah, I'm not curled up in the fetal position. Yeah, uh, I'm doing most pretty, of the time. I'm doing pretty good. I have an unexpected luxury happening right now. What is that? Uh, like. Uh, you don't have to interact with human beings. <laughs> yeah, I have an unexpected luxury. I don't have to put up with anybody's baloney. Um, no, I had uh, uh, like uh, I forget how long ago it was, but it was like right when toilet paper started getting scarce. Mm-hmm. I I was in the supermarket and I was like, oh, they have some toilet paper left. Let me buy some toilet paper. And the only toilet paper they had left, they didn't have the store brand, which is what I usually buy. Uh, they only had nice stuff. Um, so I bought some of the nice stuff. Uh, Treat quilt- your behind real nice, huh? I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I've been missing things. First off, I went to you know take some of this toilet paper and I uh, took my normal amount, normal length of toilet paper. And well, I'm you like, don't need that much. No, and I wad it up, and then I'm like, what the hell? This is, I could uh, use this as a pillow to go to sleep on. Do uh, you? <laughs> things I've If you use it first, you. like it, you use it as a pillow no, first. No, if I use it first, I'm no, certainly not going to use it as it a as pillow. Use it as a pillow freak. first, and then the next day use it as toilet <laughs> as, tissue. Uh, no, what about people I mean, that call it toilet tissue? I always hated that. You know what I don't like is that I, I believe this doesn't exist in America, and I forget where I saw it, but um, in the UK, they have Kleenex brand uh, toilet paper. That's for your face, not for your butt. <laughs> right? That's Come weird. on. Get out of here. I mean, although if you think about it, what could be nicer? Now, I've wiped my butt with a, with a facial tissue before, and it just it doesn't work. I mean, it works, but it doesn't work as well. It's There's like too reason. smooth or something. Yeah, like things don't really stick to it like they should. Not to get too graphic here. <laughs> Do they have toilet paper that has uh, like the moisturizer built in like they have for for uh, nose tissues? Uh, like an aloe or a lotion? Yeah. Um, yeah That'd be gross. Good... Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't think so. Because it would like leave same... a residue. Yeah, and I think things just wouldn't stick to it as well. Yeah. Like, you don't really care if boogers stick to the tissue because it's like, well, I'm going to immediately throw this out. This Mm -hmm. tissue's holding things rather than removing things. Right. I also still have an emergency bidet that I can install at any time. Yeah, I don't see why. I've been begging my wife to to order a a bidet online, and she's like, gross, no. It's what the Europeans use. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how, how desperate things get. She might change her tune. Yeah. I also think that if I had a bidet, I'd walk out of the bathroom every day just soaked to the bone. I think I'd use it wrong. Anytime I've ever uh, encountered a bidet, that's been what's happened. It's always more powerful than I think or like sprays wider than I assume. And um, Yeah. And and look, I'm not trying to get all wet in there. Do you have to like towel off afterwards? Like, um, is that how it works? It shoots, it shoots water at right, you, up, into up, you, up you, up you, yeah. yeah, and and then you just like shake dry and then walk away. I think it depends on the accuracy. Like, I think if it's if it's like 
pinpoint accurate, then it it's probably fine. But if it's not, then yeah, I think you still got to do one wipe at least after you're done. Hmm. To dry and like, well, then- you know, the waters may be loosening things up, but not necessarily removing everything. I don't know. I don't- I've never actually tried one. I uh, I might have to install this bidet and report back next week. Yeah, it 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 troubles me how much you keep saying like <laughs> loosening and removing. <laughs> we should make that a Patreon exclusive, the bidet report. <laughs> <laughs> then then we'll see signups go through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Get some video of that too. Well, no, then we're going to the get installation. Oh. <laughs> God, for a second there, I thought you knew about my toilet cam. I got very nervous. <laughs> Ugh, toilet cams are the grossest idea. <laughs> well, uh, in most instances, illegal, I believe, too. So, Yeah, I know. It's the worst kind of pervert thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also, uh, this has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately as we're all uh, quarantined. How much would it suck? Because I see, like, you know, uh, right now it's the beginning of the month. And I saw people uh, the past few days, like, moving in across the street. I live across from, like, a pretty big apartment complex. Yeah, which is bonkers. I can't imagine doing anything outside right now, let alone bringing all my possessions out there, (laughs) transporting them to a new place and bringing them to a new place to live. Yeah, it's bonkers, but at the same time, you think about it, if, like, your lease is up. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do. And, like, people that are moving now may have found these places, you know, the the first or second of March. Yeah. When things in New York were, were relatively calm still. Mm-hmm. So, like, they signed a new lease. That somebody else is moving into their apartment. They got to move. <laughs> um, although I was thinking, as long as, like, everybody's... Uh, you know, taking the necessary precautions, it's, it's probably like better to move because it's there's not as many people around. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true. Like you I, have exclusive exclusive use of the elevators for the most part. Yeah, but I'm always just nervous when I go outside for you know two minutes, <laughs> and then it's just like, hey, everything that you own, every single thing you own, we're gonna bring that outside too. I don't well, know. The outside is fine. It's I, more I know that <laughs> intellectually. Tim, I'm I'm real afraid of this becoming a bubble boy situation. <laughs> and uh, then you're gonna start it's gonna be like a uh, placebo effect that you do get sick when you go outside and you're like, see look, I told you, take Yeah, me back I know. In. I can get myself worked up to get any number of diseases done. <laughs> Well, but here's the thing that I was thinking about with people moving right now, uh, an absolute nightmare scenario. You move on April 1st, you've already signed the lease, you know, a month before, before everything went haywire, you move, you get into your new place the first night, who shows up but a goddamn ghost, and you find out the new place you've moved into during a quarantine when you're not supposed to be leaving your home is haunted. Well, well, it it depends. Can it be a friendly spirit? Look, when places are haunted, it's almost never a friendly spirit. Sometimes you might luck out and it might be like a playful uh, child spirit, you know, some dead kid. (laughs) If you're lucky, it's a dead kid. Um, Best case scenario. But those ghosts, it's always like, yeah, but if you don't, you know, pretend to throw the ball back, oh, look out. You know, then they're like worse than ever. <laughs> you know a lot more about ghosts than I. I didn't know that there were ball playing ghosts. I don't look. I'm just saying that as an example. Like, right. You know, uh, and like you know, maybe you try and get like an exorcist in there. You try and get a shaman. Uh, in or, this climate. <laughs> um, and you try and get rid of the ghosts, and it doesn't work. Then they're gonna be real pissed. <clears throat> I know. Ghosts should haunt outside right now. Well, no, nobody's outside. Pur- yeah, but what's the purpose of a haunting? It's not to not bother anybody, right? I mean, it's usually that the spirit is stuck there for some reason. They were they were killed there, or they have unfinished business there. What kind of unfinished business? I never saw the film Ghost, so you're you're gonna need to uh, like pottery themed. Pottery. Business? S- some haven't filed their taxes yet. Mm. 
Uh, some are expecting a package that hasn't come. But what are they going to do with the content of that package, Tom? You can't they take can, it with you. They can slip right into it, look inside without even opening the package. So like if it's a bathrobe or something, they could really just... Well, they can't put it on. Well, this they can't you... go inside mm. and look at it. Look, take it up with the ghost, Tim. It's not me telling. It's not me that has this problem. I'm talking all cavalier. When I can't sleep tonight, I'm going to be like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have <laughs> talked all that crap about ghosts earlier." Yeah, exactly. Especially if it's a kid ghost, they don't like that at all, from what I understand. <laughs> You're really afraid of child ghosts, huh? Oh, that's by far the creepiest type it's of creepiest. Ghost. But what can they do to you? What can a ghost do to anybody? Nothing. Damn, oh boy. Somebody's asking to be haunted tonight. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Look, hey, look, a ghost has never murdered anyone. We've, ghost... gone, we've gone over this, Tim. Ghosts have murdered people. How? Yeah, a ghost has never been convicted in court and, and taken to jail, but ghosts have murdered people. People die under mysterious circumstances all the time. Whenever you see somebody died of natural causes... Think maybe they died of supernatural causes. Well, then it would say that in the obituary, Tom. <laughs> no, they won't put that on there unless Tom, they. <laughs> do you want to make a pact? Right? Do you want me to promise you that uh, <laughs> I will reach your next of kin whenever you pass and make sure that it says that you died of supernatural causes? Yes, especially as like a a, a worldwide pandemic is happening. <laughs> If I if I happen to die during this, yes, please tell everyone <laughs> they'll appreciate the joke. <laughs> um, no, but they won't put that in the paper unless there's been slime found on the body. All right, Tom. Uh, in the interest of giving back this week, we are uh, solving some problems. We uh, we have a recurring segment on, on this show called Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. Regrettably, we haven't been uh, keeping up with it lately. No, we've had enough of our own goddamn problems to worry about. <laughs> yeah, but now... Uh, <laughs> We we're we're on uh, some more solid footing here. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna solve some problems that, in hindsight, are inconsequential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys felt the need to write a uh, write your 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 problems to us. We'll we'll just see how how pressing they are. Man, I'm looking across the street right now at the window, like it's it's twilight here, and. Uh, Somebody has like their drapes tied up in a knot, you know, you know that old trick. Yeah. Uh, and to, this knot to, to keep them open. Yeah, it looked like a face, and it scared the hell out of me. I don't know why. I mean, it could have been the face of a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that apartment's been abandoned for twenty years, <laughs> but it still scared the hell out of me. You've been cooped up too long, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I will readily admit that. <laughs> Um, Tom, this, uh, first problem comes from Caitlin. Okay. And she says, Hey, Tim and Tom, uh, I'm just, look, we got time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read these, these, usually I, I cut out the unnecessary bits. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read these emails in their entirety. Yeah. Well, it is the unnecessary boring. bits, is the, un are the unnecessary bits, uh, just compliments towards us? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Then don't skip them. All right. Uh, hey, Tim and Tom, feel free to use my name, Caitlin, Caitlin. With, with a K. I'm a big fan of your show. I listen religiously every week in church, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of my Monday. I also want you to know that I literally well, that's shouted. That's a pretty low bar. <laughs> what? Monday? Yeah. Well, yeah. the best part of my Monday yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell me when. Come back when we're the best part of your Saturday. Yeah, or, or the coolest part of your Friday night. Uh huh. Right, that's yeah. when the real magic happens. I mean, not anymore, but it used to be. I I think I remember something about that. The weekends are still pretty cool. I I, I let myself sleep in on the weekend. Yeah, I can't. I mean, even when things are normal, my freaking dog doesn't know it's the weekend and wakes yeah. me up. You should you shouldn't have a dog. 
<laughs> it's too late for that. Get rid of that thing. Oh, uh, ooh, you're going to get a lot of hate for yeah, that. Yeah, I am. That thing. For a lot of people, ginger is all they have right now. <laughs> you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, so the best part of my Monday. I also want you to know that I literally shout, literally shouted for joy when you addressed the issue of the pronunciation of pronunciation of Reese's, as in yeah. Reese's pieces. Thank you Tim, for clearing up a, that important issue. Can we pause for a second? Can I get a quick update on where you are with your uh, uh, Reese's supply that Hershey sent us? <laughs> Hershey sent us each ten pounds of Reese's and Take Five uh, bars and. Boy, I thought that would last me a lot longer before I was locked inside forever. Yeah, um, my wife and I, we are rationing those pretty heavily right now. Um, Mm. Yeah, we realized we were starting to burn through. You know what's uh, a surprising Dark Horse uh, product there? Reese's eggs? No, Reese's sticks. Yeah, they are pretty good. They're like... uh... Something else. There's something similar. <laughs> There's something else. <laughs> uh, nutter butter? No. No, I know what you're talking about. Like the the wafer cookies. Yeah. Yeah, they're like a much better version of that. Yeah. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah. yeah. So we we have a strict strict <laughs> limit on those. Um, yeah. Well, those are dangerous because they sent us the king size ones. And I can't tell you how, well, I can tell you every single time I've opened the package, I've thought, well, I'll have half of these because it's a king size. So I'll just have the normal amount. And then within two minutes, I've eaten the whole thing. I leave them on the counter in the kitchen. I open it up. I take Mm -hmm. one or two sticks. There's four sticks total. And I walk away. I leave the kitchen. (laughs) And that way, uh, I have to walk to another room if I want to get them. Yeah, but that's not a big deal. I'd walk to another room for candy. It's a, it's a, yeah, but it's another decision I have to make. You know <laughs> but I mean? do you always make the decision to go and eat the rest? No, Tom. The the, sm- the smallest bit of barrier um, <laughs> can can really uh, p- cause a roadblock for a very lazy man. Yeah, it's like your laziness goes all the way back around. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, nah, I won't eat that candy. It's too hard to get. Yeah. That's what you had to do. You had to set yourself up for success. Anyway, Um, what does Caitlin say? Speaking of important issues, Caitlin writes, I have a serious problem that I need your help to solve. The problem is both workplace and bathroom related. So I think both of your expertise can come into play here. (laughs) What is that? Does that mean we each have an expertise? Yeah, so I guess I'm the workplace expert. I, hey, I'd be happy to be the bathroom expert. <laughs> well, you don't even know how a, a bidet works, so I know how I know how it works. <laughs> I don't. I think a lot probably depends too on the quality of the bidet. Yeah, because the prices range dramatically. Yeah, you know, all of our questions could be answered by an internet search. But I, that's not a search that I want to do and, and like see the videos and the pictures. Oh, like how well do bidets work? Yeah. Sometimes they have drawings of things like that. Yeah, it's easier what can to you really stomach. glean from a drawing? You can glean a lot from a drawing. Uh, Caitlin writes, I work in a typical office setting. A hundred plus people who work in cubicles with access to one bathroom, one for men, one for women. So that's two okay. bathrooms, actually, with <laughs> with four stalls. Okay. Recently, the women's bathroom has been filled with the overwhelming aroma of sweet pea perfume. P-E-A, yeah. Tom. Sweet oh. pea. Oh. <laughs> and when I say overwhelming, I mean eye-watering, nose-running stench. Now, I assume that a woman in the office is drenching the bathroom in this perfume to cover up the smell of their bodily functions. Yeah, either that or their bodily functions smell like that. Yeah. However, <laughs> either that or they're eating a lot of perfume. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, just wash down their breakfast with, uh, with a steaming cup of uh, sweet pea. Have you uh, ever? Eau de toilette. Have you ever tasted perfume? I bet it burns. Yeah, it's like alcohol. You've never done the whole like, I'm going to pretend like this is banaca with my mom's perfume. <laughs> Spread it into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've done that. Not recently, mind you, but uh, yeah, I've done that. It tastes gross. Perfume tastes terrible. Don't yeah, eat it. What is it's perfume? Not gonna make your, it's not going to make your poop smell better. I'll tell you that much. I, what, what do they make perfume out of? I think a lot are alcohol-based. Yeah, but so you just walk around smelling like alcohol? No, I guess not. <laughs> they um, grind up like berries? I don't, I mean, this This is along the same lines of where we were trying to figure out where pigments come from. Yeah. I think everything's just made by grinding up berries. Like, you ever read, you ever see that where they talk about, um, I forget what product it is, but they're like, oh, it's it's this, uh, it has this ingredient that's from like the anal gland of a beaver. It's like, is it though? How? How the yeah. hell are they getting that? Yeah, and why? Who who was the first guy to to figure that out? And there's not a some there's not something else something else you could use that would be easier to acquire. Yeah, it's not like it cures a disease or something. It just it smells a certain way. Yeah, no, I think it's like the can it helps like uh, maybe make things last longer or something. Yeah. Uh, a perfume is a mixture of fragrant essential oils or aroma compounds, fixatives, and solvents. I don't know you what s- any of those words are. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, essential oils, it's like olive? I don't know what an essential oil is. Hmm. Uh, I still got to go to work in this uh, day and age, right? <laughs> yep, essential oils. You got to... We got to keep the subways open for them. Um, however, it just makes up making her bodily function smells mingle with the sweet pea for an overall much more horrible smell. Mm. There is obviously no way for me to know who the culprit is, uh, but this needs to stop. It's getting to the point that I literally come out of the bathroom with the scent still lingering on my sweater. So, Tim and Tom, what do I do? Do I write a strongly worded letter and tape it to the bathroom mirror? Do I set up some some kind of booby trap to catch the offender in the act? Do I go to HR? Please advise. Sincerely, Caitlin. I have two... Yeah, your answer to everything is always a toilet cam, Tom. (laughs) So let's get that out of the way. Okay, I have three possible solutions then. Yeah, toilet cam, of course, that's going to solve the problem very quickly. Um, Second one, put uh, a book of matches in each stall to encourage people to use that instead. Yeah, but then you got a fire hazard on your hand, Tom. It's not a fire hazard. It's one freaking match. Have you noticed that I have matches in my bathroom? Yeah, I always think it's kind of a lowbrow thing. It's look it works yeah you think it does look people people you know put that poopery in their bathrooms and they think that that's like like that any better (laughs) that that's uh somehow high higher class than matches uh well i'm here to tell you it's not you're being suckered by marketing there i don't want to take it from me a man constantly suckered by marketing (laughs) (laughs) lighten a fire in my bathroom no thanks you got to run it under water before you put it in the trash can. That's all. Or just put it in the toilet with the poop. Um, so that's that's my second uh, thing. But my third one is, you know, why don't you take matters into your own hands? Surely whoever's using that perfume to mask the smell is not bringing that perfume just for their shit. It is the perfume they wear day to day. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, then that's absurd. Then and also, guess what? Caitlin can't go around smelling everybody. She herself says it's it's on her own dang sweater when she comes out of there. It clings to people. Yeah, it's she, cling she, to... she could falsely accuse somebody. Well, I beg to differ. Ruin their whole my, life. My my previous jobs, I would walk around smelling everybody, and nobody had a problem with it. <clears throat> Yeah, well, that's because uh, you did it as a lovable scamp. <laughs> oh, Tommy. I just, I think, I don't it's know. It's how he says hello. Everybody's got a smell, right? Yeah. So you, I, I think you'd be able to tell the smell. I think even if that person is spraying, uh, they're, they're, they're going to have more of the smell on them. 
Here's what Caitlin needs to do. She needs to camp out uh, outside the bathroom. No, inside the bed. Ba- There's four, four stalls, Tom. Oh, yeah. She yeah, needs to your, call in sick one up. day. No, uh-huh. no, because then somebody will try to get into the stall. She needs to call in sick. <laughs> Just sleep in the stall? Sneak in to, to work before everybody else. Mm-hmm. Post up in a stall. Oh, but also bring a duffel bag full of uh, different shoes and socks. Okay. So when somebody comes in and uses the bathroom... It's not, it's not going to be the same feet under the Exactly. And then as soon as they leave, you switch out the shoes and socks. As soon as every person leaves? Yeah. I don't, no, I would say probably every two hours you'd have to switch. Okay. Well, I think you'd have to switch stalls, too, to be completely Yeah, safe. exactly. But be careful when you're doing that. Yeah. You yeah, get wear caught disguise. in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so bring wig, a wig and glasses also. I've been having a lot of dreams lately where I have to take showers in public. What do you think that means? Huh. It's a desire to get back out there, Tom. Maybe it is. I don't know. And like, I'm not real embarrassed. It's usually more of an inconvenience. Usually it's like somewhere where like, uh, I don't want things to get wet. <laughs> no, it's not about uh, being nude in front of people. No, no. It's just like, ah, oh, this is the only shower. Ah, it's like, you know. In a living room, all right. I've been I've been having dreams where uh, I've been trying to accomplish a simple task, mm-hmm. and everything just keeps going wrong. Is it a task you have to rely on technology for? Sometimes, yeah. Because techno technology is uh, famously unreliable in dreams. Yeah, so it's it, it's sometimes a tech thing. Like the other day, it was, uh, or the other night, I should say. Like I, I have dreams all the time night. where I can't uh, like unlock my phone. Like my my passcode doesn't work. That yeah. happens a lot. It's always something like, okay, uh, I was trying to share my screen on a video call with somebody, and that wouldn't work. And then I got it to work, but then my battery was low, and the the yeah. computer turned off. So I plugged in the computer, and then the Wi Fi was out. And it's all—it's always just somebody waiting for me, somebody that mm-hmm. I'm trying to impress, uh, yeah. waiting for me, and and just um, they don't get impatient, but like it's is, bubbling. Is the, per- under the- is the person often me? Yeah, that you're trying to impress. Yeah, it's you. Um, pretty much ninety, ninety-five percent of the time. Okay. And the other five to ten percent is uh, God Himself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a Skype call with God. Exactly. How it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm trying to share share my screen, show my spreadsheets. Uh, you know what? He can see him anyway, Tim. He's omnipotent. Yeah, that's what I thought. But <laughs> he's got the same technical problems you do in in this stream. Yeah, he created the world a long time ago. You think he has uh, freaking Zoom meetings? Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I was going to say, like, if she's within view of the bathroom, you can also keep an eye on the bathroom. But I think she would have mentioned that. Yeah. And just run into the bathroom after everybody leaves. Okay. <laughs> after now- each person leaves. I had a, I, I had an old job where my desk was right outside a bathroom, and I hated it because sometimes it would smell. And then but sometimes would... you'd log everybody's comings and goings, <laughs> the bathroom. No, I would try purposely You're to- really ig- staying hydrated there, Pete. I would try purposely to ignore the comings and goings of people. But then I also had a problem that one of the like uh, higher-ups in the office one time was in there and didn't lock the door. It was a single-stall bathroom, a unisex single-stall bathroom. And I opened up the door, and this woman was in there uh, wiping her behind. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then she, like, came Fired over. you. <laughs> no, she like, came over to me later and was, like, accepting of my apology, was like, it's fine. It's no big deal. And I'm like, wait, no, you should be apologizing to me. You didn't lock the door. Yeah, lock the door. You wipe your behind, lady. Yeah, I saw what was going on. I know you wipe your ass. Uh, now everybody's going to know. <laughs> now everybody's going to know. I didn't your mention secret's your secret's out. 
Um, well, now, Caitlin, she, let's say she finds the culprit. Yeah. Then what? Exactly. Murder? I think you had to find the actual perfume bottle, mm, right? The the smoking gun, as it were. Well, no, you have to, you have to, you have to get your hands on it when whatever uh, whatever lady has been spraying it isn't around, mm. and you got to replace it with what? I don't know, just water or you know, water <laughs> down the 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 perfume. Yeah, if you water it down, what a you know, I mean, honestly, the right answer is put up a sign. Yeah. Because, look, people should know. But, like, make it nice. Yeah. And maybe put some air freshener there. But people should know in this day and age, freaking perfume, cologne is going to make that smell so much worse. <laughs> These things do not mask. <laughs> Why should people know that? Because perfume and cologne are not intended to mask smells. They're intended to add a smell to an otherwise neutral body. Right. Or in my case, a sweet butter smell. Yeah. If somebody had, maybe if it was like deodorant, that might work. Spray Mm -hmm. deodorant. But like perfume and cologne, come on. This day and age, you should not be doing that. You should know better. Yeah. And that's what the the signs should say. To the perfume lady, you should know better. And that's light a dang match. <laughs> yeah, but be careful. Don't ghosts. Don't no, not ghosts. Don't set the office on fire. Oh yeah. And look out for ghosts. This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by Omax CryoFreeze. Living with chronic pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. Tim, I know for me, uh, I always have neck pain no matter what I do. Yeah. Um, it's, I think, uh, the fact that you're old. Yes. You're in your late 30s. And yes. uh, I think uh, we're all stressed and sleeping weird. Oh, 100%. I mean, and sometimes it even stops me from relaxing and sleeping or exercising. That's why I haven't been exercising. Uh, Enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately, you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, cryo-freeze CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. This non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. The best part is this 100% natural CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application and relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. Tim, we've said on this podcast before, we're both big CBD fans. Heck yeah. I had never tried a CBD uh, roll-on Put it in everything, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I had never tried like a a topical CBD thing. Right. And let me tell you, uh, I've tried this because I'm always in pain. Uh, I really like it. it. It's also got like, uh, you know, uh, it's not just CBD. It has menthol and a few other things that are uh, very nice. It gives you this nice like chilled effect. But uh, I, I like it a lot. And listen, they're offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD relief roll-on, uh, pain relief roll-on, excuse me, plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. And they have other stuff like uh, they have uh, tinctures. Uh, I've tried the tincture. It's also very nice. Um, I love a tincture. Lotions, all kinds of stuff. Go to uh, omaxhealth.com today and enter code guide that's o-m-a-x health.com and enter code guide to get 20% off cryo freeze and anything else site wide all right we moving on uh to to the next problem yeah one has been hey one down god knows how many to go <laughs> You people need a lot of help, but luckily we're in your lives. Um, I'm going to assume this guy uh, is uh, okay with us using his name. Okay. Hi, Tim and Tom. My name's Daniel, 
and I'm currently a university student in the United Kingdom. I have a hygiene problem. Wow. All right. You need to get some soap, uh, some shampoo, maybe a conditioner, a moisturizer. <laughs> Some of this nice toilet paper I was no, talking he, about earlier? He has he has a specific question. Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah. I live with six other housemates where we share three bedrooms. No, sorry, three bathrooms between <laughs> okay. us. Okay. I was going to say, that's a lot of people. Um, the ground floor bathroom is used by one person. Call him Groundy. Okay. He's on the ground floor. Over the past month... That's not a slur or anything, is I it? I hope not. Jesus, I don't. I can't keep up with what they call people these days. Right now, somebody's like, "Oh, I got him to say it. I got him to say groundy. He's gonna be canceled, right?" Over the past month, I couldn't help but notice that Groundy's soap dispenser isn't emptying as time passes, Ooh. and so can't be washing his hands post toilet. Okay. This this was written by the way on March 9th. Yes, uh, so it's become things... it's become way more problematic since. Yeah, yeah, he can he can be thrown in jail now. <laughs> Similarly, the two housemates on the second floor share a bathroom between them. Where, upon checking, I realized it didn't even have a soap dispenser. Oof. Finally, one housemate on the first floor, the floor whose bathroom I use is opening the bathroom door mere seconds after the toilet flushes with their toilet-ridden hand. This means that no matter how well I wash my hands, my progress is undone as I touch the germy door handle. Yeah. This means that only three of us here actually wash our hands after using the bathroom. At best, he doesn't know that for sure. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have done a lot of research here. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe yeah, he's got so, a toilet so- cam of his own. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it says. It sounds like he might have three toilet cams. We all regularly cook for each other and share kitchen utensils, which makes this worse. With coronavirus spreading too, I'd like this to stop. Okay, he was he was uh, on the on the situation. Yeah, how can I get my housemates to wash their hands without sounding bossy and more importantly weird for listening out uh, for their flush to door timings and studying soap bottles? Thanks. Daniel. I mean, honestly, the the coronavirus gives you the perfect out to like, like, look, I don't care. I this hope isn't... Daniel is not currently in this situation. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Hopefully I hope he, things like, have improved on their own. Yeah. Or I hope he, he, he has found another living situation. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like uh, th- this removes, I think, a lot of uh, like social barriers. I don't give an F right now. I'll tell you that much. I was in the grocery store like a week ago and uh, there were two people behind me that were like kept standing too close. And I turned around. I was like, hey, you need uh, you need to step back. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to be a dick, but come on. Like, we all know the rules right now. And I think that that should be the case. I mean, if he sees this person, if he is present when that person flushes and then leaves right away, call him immediately on it. Yeah. Don't do like a house meeting. Be like, hey, I just heard that flush, man. Mate, how did you, you didn't wash your hands, did you? Yeah. And then shame him. And go shame, shame. Oh, 100%. I mean, this is you know, they're they're calling on uh, like uh, well, I guess it's a different thing, but uh, in New York right now, they're saying like if you see somebody um, uh, selling uh, uh, things at inflated prices, you can call 311 to rat on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a uh, vigilante a phone... justice is what I prefer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a phone number in the UK where you can call to rat on people for not washing their hands. But I'd look into that first and foremost. That should be your first step involving the government. Um, you know how they're saying, Tom, that uh, you know everybody's like, you, the best thing you can do is stop is is uh, stop touching your face and uh, wash your hands for twenty mm-hmm. seconds. Uh, yeah frequently Mm -hmm. and they're and then they're like and actually that's advice for all the time yeah Yeah. so like always do this and tom 
if I do that, my hands are going to be fucked. I'm, my my <laughs> if I do that for more than the next six months, the, the, my hand, my my bones will be showing. Tim, I've already gone on the record. As soon as this is over, I'm never washing my hands again. As <laughs> yeah. far as I'm concerned, I've met the quota. Uh, no, but it does make me wonder if if I wash my hands as thoroughly and often as I am right now and never touch my face, would I just never get sick? <laughs> it's worth a sh- I don't know if it's worth a shot because this my hands feel weird. You got to moisturize them. Tom, I've been moisturizing. There's no amount of moist, and then then my hands feel greasy, and I want to, and then I want to wash them again. Yeah, I was gonna say my hands are dry as a bone right now because yeah, moisturizing it makes it worse. Then <laughs> you've just got a different problem to deal yeah, with. Yeah, and then they're like weirdly cold. Yeah, maybe there's a good moisturizer Slimy. out there. Hey, if there's a good moisturizer out there, let us know. Yeah. Hand moisturizer. I have a good face moisturizer, but it's expensive. I don't want to spend that on my hands. Tom, if there's one thing that this has taught us is that maybe we should be spending a little bit more time and attention on our hands. Yeah, well, unfortunately, everybody's losing their jobs at the same time. So there's no time to be buying nice moisturizers, Tim. Mm. I'll stick with the store brand like the toilet paper. Thank you very much. Um, So, yeah, I think he should call people out on it immediately if he sees that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say like un bad hygiene, I feel like is, you know, part of the, if you're living with, presumably it's all guys, uh, what was it? Six other guys, seven other guys, six other guys. Yeah. It seems like there's seven in total, which seems like a nightmare. Exactly. I would say like, all right, look, you know, that's basically prison conditions. It's going to be bad no matter what. Uh, But the fact that you guys are cooking for each other implies like some level of maturity. Yeah, that that was the thing that really (laughs) threw me. We we cook for each other. University students that live seven to a house and none of them are washing their hands. That that's that was that was the biggest plot twist of all. Yeah, I mean, Tim, me and you were roommates for years. I've never cooked for you. You've never cooked for me. Maybe once or twice, like as I'm throwing out extras, I'm like, "Oh, you want this?" Yeah, I mean, we barely cooked at all. We got a <laughs> exactly. deep fryer one time, uh, and we used that for about a week before we lost interest in it. Yeah, we had a juicer too, and that thing yeah. just became a nightmare to clean. Um, yeah, that's just weird. I don't get it. If, if your roommates are that conscientious to like cook for themselves and everybody else. Hey, I made a a chicken cordon bleu. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also. Flakes of poop on it. (laughs) Do you need to wash your hands if you use a bidet? Yeah. I think you can use the bidet to wash your hands though. Yuck. Um, I would say. Like a little bit of separation there. Yeah. I mean, I would also say if you can get your hands on some uh, hand sanitizer, put that all over and make that a requirement, especially before cooking. Yeah. It, and it actually, to go back on that, especially right now, again, take advantage of right now. You're not an asshole for doing these things. Yeah. You're not paranoid. Literally every day I call my parents and uh, yell at them. When yeah, else, oh, when else do I have the opportunity to? And they're doing everything right. I'm like, did you go outside today? They're like, no, we just did it. It's like, you're, if you're fucking lying to me, I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah, my mom's been going to uh, the butcher shop that you used to work at, Tim. Oh, so so it's my, so have my parents. Oh, okay. And I've gotten, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, no, no, no. You like call ahead and then you open the trunk and they, and I'm like, you're wearing the mask I bought you, right? And she's like, well, no, they put, I'm like, wear the mask I bought you. (laughs) So you can totally take advantage of this right now. Yeah. And like, especially right before people are cooking, you go, oi, mate, if you wash your hands and then, you know, oi. Or whatever the me uh, thinks me forgot. (laughs) Whatever the the nomenclature is over there for wash your hands. I did wash my hands. I did. I did. (laughs) If it's like, uh, have you rubbed your muffins? 
You know, what? that's like that. Maybe that's the saying for washing your hands. Tom, over there. you don't want to know what that means over there. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we're gonna have to bleep that. We we, we might get might kick, get kicked out of. Uh, we might not be able to go back to the UK ever again. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, my bad. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's my solution. Yeah, capitalize on this crisis to to get your gross fucking housemates to do the right thing. Yeah, get them in line. And if you want to yell at your parents, you can do that too. <laughs> For anything, you know, maybe past trauma that you've never recovered from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why not do it now when your parents are very scared? <laughs> uh, Should we do another one? Yeah, we'll do one more. And then I got to call it a night. I got um, a lot to do right now. Got it. I got the next problem we should solve, Tom. Great. I will read this in its entirety. Hi, guys. Now, this is going to get confusing, Tom. Mm-hmm. My name is Tim. I know is, it is. No, 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 no. This is the guy. This is a different guy. This is the letter writer. His name is no, Tim. No, I'm looking at your face over <sighs> FaceTime, Tim. It's you. Uh, you're not going to fool me. My name is Tim, but you can call me something else is. if that's too confusing. Oh, Okay. Okay. Maybe not Tom, because I imagine that would be equally confusing. Let's call him Tom. Tom. <laughs> I'm a 25-year-old Swedish sociology and psychotherapy student with plans of either being a social worker or a therapist. Oh, oh, oh one of these again. <laughs> 25-year-old Swedish sociology student. And psychotherapy. He has plans of either becoming a a social worker or therapist, or perhaps both. Well, it sounds like you've picked the right uh, major then. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a longtime listener. I'm planning on becoming a zoologist after this. (laughs) I'm a a longtime listener, but first-time writer. I also sent you a separate email with some pretty funny, uh, complete guide to everything statistics that I think especially Tom would enjoy. We'll get to that after this, Tom. Okay. But for now, let's stay focused on... uh, I wonder if he says that because he knew that I was a sociology major for part of my college career. I didn't even know that, Tom. Yeah. Wow. So my problem... Last week, I was a victim of a relatively small but extremely advanced intuitive murder. <laughs> extremely advanced, intuitive, and complicated pseudo romantic ninja robbery. What? Apparently, one thousand U.S. dollars, eight thousand Swedish crowns, were stolen from my bank account. Crowns don't, Tom. Don't get excited. It's not actual crowns that you wear on your head. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like that would be worth a lot more than. You know, uh, a thousand cents on the dollar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The transaction was made using my card and PIN code from an ATM. The bank has assured me my card was required during the withdrawal because of the chip technology in modern cards. Mm -hmm. So according to both them and the police, me, myself, was the one making the withdrawal. But I can assure you I wasn't. They don't have security camera footage? No, maybe this is some sort of fight club situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, during that time, I was actually on a date not far away from said ATM. So okay. the only possible conclusion is Ooh. that someone, probably my date with maybe an accomplice, <gasps> stole my card during the evening and then gave it back to me without me realizing. Okay. I haven't seen her since, and we kind of stopped writing directly after the date. Suspicious, right? I mean, who wouldn't like to date a soon-to-be 26-year-old social worker student with only $1,000 formally in his account? (laughs) I am being set up. What should I do? Should I confront her, or is that too risky, making me look like a psychopath? This guy's a psychotherapy major, don't you think he... Yeah, he would know what a psychopath looks like. Exactly, I don't know. What would Batman do? Do you still have good connections with the Dark Knight, Tom? Could you send him on the case? You don't really know Batman, do you, Tom? No, I don't. I mean, Gotham won't be needing him anytime soon due to being a fictional city. I should really stop reading these in their entirety. (laughs) Yeah, you learn very quickly. Live and let live is not an option. I am a social worker, not God. Love you guys. Never stop doing what you do. Best regards, Tim. Um, Well, thank you for And best regards, Tim. It's me saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tim, Tim. thank you for your letter. 
Uh, that was to you, Tim, for reading that letter. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Uh. Um, I mean, to, to answer the, the, the Batman wouldn't care about it. He's a multi-billionaire. He doesn't care about $1,000 or 8,000 yeah. crowns. And he doesn't care if like one guy gets $1,000 stolen in some you sort know, of grifter scheme. You know how often, I mean, honestly, this guy might be setting himself up for a Batman-Catwoman situation. Because you know how many times Catwoman has like stolen something from Bruce Wayne? A bunch, maybe? Yeah, all the time. What so, does she steal? Like uh, the bust of uh, Thomas Wayne's head? I mean, in The Dark Knight Rises, she stole uh, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman, stole uh, uh, Martha Wayne's pearls. Mm. I never saw The Dark Knight Rises. It's good. It's got Bane in it. Anyway, um, it, it's was Bane, not... Bane was played by the same actor that played Major Dad. <laughs> Tom, no, it's played by Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> why would Why would Major Dad play Bane? Uh, that's what I thought. God, that would be such a better movie, though. Yeah. No, that's why I almost saw it. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, to address the next most obvious question... Don't confront her without evidence because she's sure as shit not going to admit to it. Right. You know, and I mean. Build a case. Yeah, you got to build a case. Columbo doesn't go, you know, right away to the suspect. You have a suspect. You have to build a case. Right. Um, I would. I mean, I thought when he was going to say I was on a date that night that it was a I gave my card to a waiter situation. And maybe the waiter ran off because otherwise, unless you remember for some reason handing somebody on a first date your your debit card, uh, they would have had to be in a, a pickpocket, a master thief. Yeah, but my question is, how would she know? Were they talking about oh, their the pin, pin numbers? Code. Yeah. Unless his pin number is a obvious number. So I, Tim, you haven't watched it yet, but there was a, a David Blaine special on recently. I know. And uh, part of it is he does a card trick where then, you know, he produces cards and then the people are like, all right, what? And he's like, oh, no, no, look at the cards. You know, 773984. Does that have any meaning to you? And then they realize that that's the pin for their phone. Whoa. So somehow he found the pin number of their phone and then produced the cards. Uh, I don't know how he did it, though. Can I ask you but something? But maybe she did something like that. Is that, is that stuff all fake? Um, I think in that case, it is they've gotten the pin number through some other means. Either they've like had a production assistant ask them like, Hey, can you unlock your phone for us? Like, can you show me this? And they've seen what the pin code is and then they give it to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still a hell of a trick to produce cards that seem random in that number. <clears throat> yeah. I saw, I saw some sort of James Corden quarantine uh, special. Yeah. Where James Corden was uh, sitting at a desk interviewing celebrities and that's stuff. just his regular show no 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 he was in his home and they were appearing on his laptop screen oh okay and david blaine did a trick a card trick yeah that was in the beginning of the special they they showed a few like uh skype call or facetime call uh tricks oh really yeah well james corden had a deck of cards he shuffled mm -hmm. it thought of a card mm -hmm. and then counted out uh, all the letters of his name. And yeah. then the next card was the card that he had thought of. Right. There's no way to do that other than just faking that. Right. Um, like not faking David it, Blaine... but there might be part of the trick that we're not seeing. Uh, yeah. Unless you're seeing that uncut. I don't know. I assume it was live. I assume most things I see on television are live, Tom. Anyway, uh, uh, th th what's the solution to this guy's problem? Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I still don't understand how this was pulled off. Right. I think he's missing a lot of information. And I think, Tim, I think you're a little down on yourself. No, my name's Tom. 
No, I'm talking to the letter writer now, Tom. Uh, his name is Tim. Uh, my name is also Tim, but his name is Tim as well. Yeah, we're we're doing this over uh, uh, remotely. It's very confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, we both uh, and we we've Normally also. Normally, I can in remember a- which guy you are because you're sitting in my home. Yeah, we next week we should wear shirts or hats with our names on them. At the very least, name tags. Yeah. Now I think we should get uh, some custom-made shirts. I can't even <laughs> go to the mall and get a custom-made shirt anymore. Years this ago, I got, I got you a shirt that said, it's a Tim thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you could wear that shirt. I sleep in that shirt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, your wife wakes up every morning you sleep in that shirt, thrilled to be married to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering the other shirts that I'm usually wearing, <laughs> it's not like I got a bunch of winners. <laughs> Um, and I think the shirt's probably the least of her uh, <laughs> concerns. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I I get it. I would be obsessed with cracking this case. Yeah, but he's selling himself short. He's just like, well, clearly, I'm a loser. So she must have just been scamming. Yeah, me. no, that's yeah, that's silly. Yeah, no, stop using this as an excuse to get down on yourself. Yeah, sometimes uh, con artists go after the best of us. Not me. I've never been fooled by a con artist, but... Mm, have you? I was almost fooled by a con artist, like, very recently. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the end of last year, mm-hmm. um, I was in Paris, and we had just taken the that, that train, what's that, Th- through the channel. The channel, yeah. Uh, did somebody do the, like, oh, I'll take a picture for you? Um, no, like we were trying to, uh, figure out, like we had Google maps open or whatever to get to, mm-hmm. like, we were trying to take the subway to, uh, the, the apartment we were staying at. Yeah. Um, and we just got there, we got luggage and some guys like, uh, what line are you looking for? And I was like, I don't know, the red line or whatever. And he's like, Oh, follow me. And then I was like, Oh, Okay. And my wife was just like, mm, we shouldn't follow this guy. I was like, no, he's going to show us where the red line is. And he's like, all right, I'll swipe you in with my card. And I was like, no. He's like, no, it's free. Just, uh, and, and, uh, and you were, and, and you were thinking, oh, there's that famous French hospitality I've heard so much yeah, about. Yeah. But I followed this guy like a good, you know, 60 feet across this, uh, yeah. before, before, it's like, wait, why am I doing? I don't need to do this. I don't need some some man to to, to help me find my way. Oh yeah, and especially if it's like a train station. It's not like yeah. it's through a hidden tunnel. It's yeah. pretty easy to give to. Oh, go down this hallway and then make a right or whatever. Tom, I was a little groggy from the train ride. That's my right. excuse. You, yeah, there were some you, gunmen there, and I had to uh, subdue them. <laughs> When you had, you had already dealt with the wallet inspector earlier. <laughs> so you're like, God, there's so much bureaucracy in this city. <laughs> um, all right. So my, my actual advice, don't confront the person unless you have some evidence. It's not going to, if they're good enough to do this, they're sure shit not going to admit to it. Yeah. And uh, maybe they will, but then they'll kill you. Right. I, I don't know if it right? would go that far. <laughs> I would demand to see the the footage. I mean, I guess not all ATM machines have footage. If it's a bank ATM, it probably does. Yeah, and I mean, the you're you're putting a lot of faith in the bank. Did you get that $1000 back? And if you didn't, and the bank's like, "Well, we're not going to give it back to you because it we're sure that it was you using your PIN code." I mm. feel like you got to be like prove it. Prove yeah. it, assholes. Oh yeah, 100%. Because I gave you money, and that money's gone, and I didn't take it out. Right. I mean, also, it's the bank, so the bank could just be like, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like, no, we're not even going to answer that. Tom, did you take all your money out of the bank? I did. (laughs) No. I took like $100 out of the bank uh, when, when this stuff started getting serious, like the last time I was in the in manhattan mm-hmm. and did was you like, chase manhattan you're like well this could be my last chance <laughs> right well i mean by my workplace is the bank that i use so that's the convenient place so it's like all right let me take some money out while i'm here 
just in case she gets real dire and I need to barter at some point. But uh, other than that, I mean, that money's still in my pocket. Like I don't, or in my wallet. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I'm making myself a, a target for criminals. I keep but- mine in a turkey in the in in uh, the freezer in my basement. Yeah, but see Tim, if I were a criminal and I knew you and your wife were vegetarians, I'd be like, "Well, what's a turkey doing here?" Mm. And that's the first place I'd check for money. Right. Um smart because that's <laughs> that's exactly right. Cuz if imagine we were turkey eaters, we'd yeah. probably accidentally eat that money and uh you know Right. You'd you know, probably be putting if, putting the money in a in a, a watermelon or something. Yeah. Something vegetarian. You either eat turkey or eat watermelons. Yeah, it's a vegetarian. Eat a lot of watermelons, then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, if that were the case, I'd, I'd seriously consider becoming a vegetarian. Watermelon's a great thing. I mean, to you, eat. you can eat watermelon, Tom. I and I do. All right. Oh, you're saying you can only eat watermelon if you're a vegetarian? No, I'm just saying. It would be probably more socially acceptable if I ate a lot more watermelon. Mm. If I had like, if you opened up my fridge and there were three watermelons in there, it's like, oh, he doesn't eat meat. And you'd be like, oh, okay. That makes sense then. Mm. Yeah, that checks out. I don't know. I think he should call this this woman mm. and tell her the story, uh, engage her reaction. Yeah. I mean- to get the pin number, that's a trick. Unless he has like an easy to guess pin number. Tim, write back and let us know what your pin number is. <laughs> I guess that would be of no help to us. But yeah, it it does seem I but I don't think you can copy those chips. So it does seem like at some point the card must have left his person. Right. Which is interesting. I don't know. Well, I don't think we'll know. I I think uh, I think Tim's beef is with uh, the the bank. Yeah, the bank. I think of that's Sweden. all of our 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 beef. Yeah, and if it's not now, it will be soon. What do you? What does that mean? Revolution is coming. Oh yes. <laughs> um. All right. I think I think we got it right. Yeah. Burn down the bank. Is that what we told them to do? Uh, yes. Yeah. When nobody's in it. Well, yeah, when nobody's in it. But take all the money out first. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the show. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. No, oh, I'm at your pal Tim. <laughs> Tim, you're used to me giving you a physical slap <laughs> to say. So that's why you were late on that. Uh, you can also, uh, hey, check out our new Discord server, Complete Guide. Also yeah, what check- do we do at a Discord server? I don't know, Tim, but people are people are offering suggestions of how to do things, and I'm occasionally implementing them. But people are talking on there. Hey, look, a lot of people got nothing to do right now. Meet some like-minded folks. I've actually been surprised at how, uh, and I guess it kind of makes sense. Like when we meet listeners, like a lot of times they have similar interests, even if they aren't interests we talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. People talking about video games, books on there. I, I saw you talking to somebody about uh, installing a toilet cam for <laughs> ages the other there day. There is a toilet cam installation <laughs> channel for advice and tips. <laughs> Uh, you can also check out our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash TCGTE. And if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out amazon.com slash no, TCGT.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and uh, uh, patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon. Right now we're reading Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Tim's reading it. He's telling me all about it. All, all about it. What the, what they sell animals are up to. Um, it's cute. They're all talking to each other. They're, they're like me, 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 me. I have a feeling I'm it's just not gonna, a sheep. I have a feeling it's not going to be so cute. No, soon. it's still pretty cute. 
Uh, also, I'm going to give my Animal Crossing updates on Animal Farm <laughs> episodes. <I think>. Okay, good. <laughs> so even if you hate books, you can hear about video games. Patreon.com slash complete guy. You want to hear my Animal Crossing update? Well, I'll save it for the Patreon. Yeah, Tim Jesus. Yeah. Give the people something to pay for. <laughs> I regret to inform you, Tom. And we'll get to... Uh, yeah, we'll do this next week. But um, I regret to inform you. My mom... Uh, I was talking to her the other day, yelling at her <laughs> in case she went out, <laughs> scare yeah. her from ever leaving the house. And she's like, you know, I was uh, I was on the Reddit the other day and uh, oh, people were no. saying, I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, I was on the Complete Guide to Everything Reddit. And then it turns out she had listened to an episode a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so like, we got to shut this thing down. <laughs> we got to shut <laughs> this whole thing down. How did you find out about web browsers? <laughs> Does your mom know what Reddit is? No, absolutely not. And would she be able to navigate to the Complete Guide to Everything Reddit page and read about uh, her boy? I mean, I guess once you're on the page, it's pretty straightforward. You see something, you click on it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. My mom's on House Party now. Ah, yes. Because uh, my, my cousin arranged like a trivia night last week. I was busy doing this, so sorely missed. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else? Any yeah. <laughs> parting wisdom? Hey, wash your hands. Stay Tell away your dang from... roommates to wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands? Yeah, for them. <laughs> it's a nice bonding activity. I mean, if somebody else is washing your hands, that's probably more thorough. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.